Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Disappointed but not surprised. Guys. Guys. Welcome back to another week of fuckery where you're disappointed but not surprised co-host. I'm Addie. I'm Alex. So like yesterday, one of my friends texts me. He's like, did you ever do an episode about sugar babies? And I was like, no, do you know one? He goes, no, but I'm a sugar daddy so I can call on. Ooh. So we're going to have a caller in. His name is Aaron. He's going to talk about sugar babies and sugar daddies since he's a sugar daddy. We might make him our sugar daddy. We have to. I feel like we could. We'll just send him nudes and then he'll pay us. I feel like we've been looking for one for so long. <laughs> so this could work that out in our favor. I don't have favor. to do anything sexually too. Seriously. I just want to send them photos and they pay me. Yep. Yep. Anybody want to see my nudes? I can think of somebody that will. <laughs> So we're going to call in on Aaron. Um, he is out of state. He's in another state. So if the audio is a little bit malfunctioning and staticky, we apologize. Just deal with it. But we cannot wait to hear what he has to say. I didn't even know he was a sugar daddy until yesterday, two days ago, right? Yeah. Two days ago, I think. So anyway, here is Aaron, guys. I hope you enjoy the informative sugar baby sugar daddy episode. Hey, Aaron. Hey, how's it going, girl? It's going good. good. How are you? So, Aaron, I already gave a little brief preview of what to expect from you. You messaged me like two days ago or yesterday, and you're like, "Do you did you ever have a sugar baby on?" And I was like, "No, do you know one?" And you're like, "Yeah, I'm a sugar daddy." So, Daddy <laughs> Aaron. <laughs> oh, indeed, indeed. It's, like, uh, how'd you get into this? Quite, um. Well, this has been going on for a few years, probably like uh, probably like three years. Uh, three years ago, I was dating a girl and in a relationship. And one day, we had a little falling out. And it probably wasn't anything too serious. But um, in my skis ball way, I found my way to the strip club here in Detroit. Most and guys do after a breakup. Yeah. Good yeah. for you. So Good for in, you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I rolled in there looking to blow off some steam. And uh, the strip clubs in Detroit are different than most of the country, I think. Um, it's like a full-blown brothel. Oh, so, legally. Yeah, the VIP, well, not legally, but the things that you hear about happening in the VIP room, that's yeah. commonplace here. Like, that, that shit goes down without anybody blinking an eye. So, um, I rolled in there, and... This girl came down the stairs onto the stage, and I was like, holy cow, like, whoa. So I was kind of taken back by her, and I started chatting her up after she did her set and found out that she lived close to me, and we talked for a little bit, and then we went up to one of the rooms and whatever. And so that kind of continued on. I would see her in the club, like. And what is, what's know. whatever? Did you guys fuck, or did she just blow you? The first time, she just blew me, and, um. She blew me, and I came in her mouth, and she swallowed it like a champ. And I was like, "Oh, oh my, I'm I'm in love!" Like that was all it took. And so uh, I kept going back. So the second time we ended up fucking, and that went on for a while, probably like uh, I don't know, like six months or so. In the strip then, club, you guys were fucking. Yeah, in the strip club, and then um, over that course of that six months, 
she would come over to my house and we would hook up at my house and then she'd go back to her house with her boyfriend and whatever. And so that went on. And when she'd come to my house, you know, it was just two people hooking up. So she ended up leaving the club for a minute. And, um, so I was kind of just hanging out she was with him trying to make things work with her man, whatever. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I ended up, I had a buddy that told me about seeking arrangement and that's kind of how I delved into that world. And, oh, uh, it, I'm booted yeah, from seeking it, arrangements. I'm not allowed on anymore. <laughs> oh, do tell why. Because I tried to solicit my feet photos from my alter ego name, which you know what it is. <laughs> I do. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes. I and think, I subscribe to that OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah, you do indeed. subscribe to my OnlyFans. I haven't posted in a while. Yeah. Totally unsubscribe. I've retired that. But like I was trying All to right. like solicit my OnlyFans and my feet yeah. photos from yeah. my alter ego's name. <laughs> And they were like, nope. And they literally booted me the second I was like, hey, I'm, uh, no, when I put my OnlyFans link to some like old fucking 90 year old man, I got immediately booted. I had an account for like three oh, months, shit. though. Yeah. But then they all yeah. wanted to meet. That's the problem. And I didn't feel like meeting anybody. I just wanted to like dirty yeah, no talk with them. And, yeah. Yeah. Like there was this guy, yeah. George, that I thought was a sucker. And I was like, George, stop playing me. Just send me money so I know you're real. And then he was like, no, oh. meet me first. And I'm like, sorry, George, I'm really sick. I have COVID for like the past three months. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you, you know what? In that site, it's like a full time job. It's like, a lot. On the guys, and like it's a lot to like filter through, and there's a lot of girls that are doing that that don't want to meet up. They just want you to send them money. For yep, that was me. Else. Yep, and um, you know, teach their own if that's your thing. It's certainly, you know, it's generally not my thing. But the, um, you know, I've never had a problem dating. I'm not a bad looking guy. You know, I've got my shit together. I'm no, I was just stable. showing Alex your photos before. I'm like, he's so good looking. So. For me, like, I've always dated younger women. Just That's just how it's been. How much and younger? Like, 10 years younger, 5 years younger, or 20 years younger? Um, You know, 10 has generally been it. And okay. then now we're a little younger than that, you know, 15, 20 years. Okay. Um, so, and that took some adjustment, you know, for me mentally. Well, because but, they're mental. Because um, what are you? You're 40-something? Yeah. Yeah, I'm 40-something. 40-something, so um, then they would have to be 20-something. And I think the mental, you know... There's definitely a difference. Yeah, there's a disconnect there. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, you're on different life stages. Absolutely. And so, you know, it's one thing if it's just we're going to meet up and we're going to fuck. And everybody's on the same page there. And then it gets a little more complicated as time goes on if those things become if those lines become blurred a little bit so yeah, right my experience my experiences on there has been wild and I, when i mean wild i mean like some crazy shit has gone down we want to hear all but of it mm-hmm. I'll, and i'm going to tell you about it you know but for the most part it's been a good experience and i'm a you know i'm a girl dad first and foremost mm-hmm. i'm respectful of women I, I just i love women so for me you know i'm i'm just there having a good time so my first venture out into that world, I'm on that site and um, I met this girl on there. And so we started talking and then we were like, okay, let's text. And so we started texting and I was like, all right, let's meet up and have a drink or whatever. And she's like, okay, can I bring my friend? And I'm like, sure, no problem. 
So I meet her at the bar and I walk in and she's already there with her friend. And this is pre-COVID. And she sits there and I look at the two of them and I'm like, wow, they look oddly similar. So I start talking to them and, you know, this is my friend so-and-so. Okay, cool. And she's pretty shy, the one that, that I'd never talked to before. And so we start vibing, having a couple of drinks. Everything's cool. And the one that I had been talking to was like, hey, why don't we all get a room? Oh. And I was like, yeah. So I was like, uh, you know, not what I came for, but all right, I'm down. So this goes and we get to the room and I'm looking at these two and I'm like, something is going off in my head. Like something, these two cannot just be friends. Like they've got to be related somehow. So I thought maybe like they were cousins or something like that. So I start pressing them a little bit on it. And then I just blurted out. I'm like, are you two sisters? And the one who was shy looked at the other one like, oh shit, I'm caught. And so that's when I was like, okay, the gig is up. Like you two. And they were like, well, and then it came out that they were sisters. And I was like, wait, like full blood sisters? Like you have the same parents? And yep, for sure. And they were down to, to do it. And I was like, ah, you know, and all my buddies razzed me for this because they're like, you should have banged them both. And I'm That's like, like Dude, every guy's dream. I know, but I have daughters and I can't put that mojo out in the world. I can't, oh. I can't, I can't. I just, I, I just couldn't do it. So. So anyway, so I, you know, I said, all right, you know, this just probably isn't going to work. And that was it. And that chick still hits me up randomly. The one that I was talking to, she still every once in a while just texts me and like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, you know, not much. But after that, I was kind of done with her. So I have met um, a lot of girls off that site. And I've gotten scammed a couple times, you know, like, oh, yeah, send me money and we'll meet up. And that was like back when I was new at it. Yeah, no, you All never right, send cool. the money first. You always meet up first. Yeah. Yeah. You, I learned that early on. And then now from now, you know, when somebody's hit me up for money, I'm just like, yeah, it's locked, whatever. I'm done. So, um, but other than that, other than that experience there, that was how it started. And then I took a break from the site and then I came back. And then, you know, I'll take a break and come back. And it just really depends on how it's going. But um, I have met some smoking, smoking hot women, some crazy ass fucking women, um, you name it. And from all walks of life. And it has just been for the last three years, just wild ass time. So I don't think I, you're going to have some little fucking loser librarian on that site though. So the women that are on there are totally going to be fun and crazy. You would think, right? But like there's both. Like so I have met the girl that you know is all about that wildlife partying, you know, Twin Peaks girl, Hooters girl. Yeah. Um you know, all those kind of things. I met those guys. They're, they're fun. They're crazy. They're good for what they're good for. Um, and then I met a girl that was a student in college at one of the local universities here. And she was like, we met at a coffee shop for the first time. So quiet, so reserved. We end up hooking up, we get to the hotel room and it was like a whole different person came out. Oh. And I was just like, Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, wild. Like the things she wanted me to do to her. I was like, okay, bet. Like I'm always about the to change your ones. day. Yeah. 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 Oh, Wait, what'd yeah. she want you to do? Hawk loogies yeah. in her mouth. Shit like that. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. She wanted to get tied up, spanked, fucked in the ass. She wanted it all. And you know, 
I'm, my kind I'm of girl. Well in, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm fairly well endowed and I'm looking at this girl like, you know, and we had talked and I knew she only had like two boyfriends prior to getting with me. And I was like, okay. And I turned her out. Um, that went on for a few weeks. And then I would, you know, I could just tell like, I could see like the gleam in her eye and I was like, okay, I gotta, yeah, I gotta she was catching feelings. Face. Oh yeah, for sure. But she was down for every, anything that, you know, spit in my mouth, tie me up, fuck my asshole, call me a slut, you know, you name it. And, uh, so that got pretty wild, but you know, so there's all gamuts and, you know, I've been with some of the most beautiful women from every race, from every place in the city, from the inner hood in Detroit, to the classy suburbs and everywhere in between. And it's just been, it's been a wild time. I feel sure. like you're like living every man's dream right now. I, I, I am no <laughs> doubt that I am, you know, like there's no way that if you had said to me 20 years ago, this is what's going to happen after you get divorced and you're a single dad and whatever. But for me, you know, dating women is difficult with the kids. And, you know, you bring them and you introduce them to the kids and then something goes wrong a couple months later and then they're gone out of their yeah. life. And that's not fair. That's not fair to them. You know, I had fuck buddies and that was cool. But this is like a whole different kind of thing. And there's something invigorating about it. And I'm financially to the point in my life where I can do this and it doesn't affect me financially. Like, I'm just helping people out. That's all. I'm just a good guy helping people out. I but, feel so, like it's like know. no different than the expense that you would do in taking them to a nice dinner with like nice steak and wine and stuff like that. Instead, it's like, I don't know. I feel like it's probably the same amount of cost. Well, and, and we do that too. Like, you know, I've taken them on trips to Florida yeah. and to dinners and, you know, I've done that stuff, you know, flew first class to Florida, stayed right on the beach blew back we've done all that um but there there is something about that that energy that is just and maybe it's just because i'm a man whore maybe that's what it is but i love to fuck young pretty women and for me this is just i know i'm living the dream and i know at some point it's got to come to an end i don't know when that is and i'm going to try to ride it as long as i can i don't blame you so how much do you usually pay them is it per date or it's more like right. you buy them nice things it's not like you pay it them depends. after they fuck you because then that's more like like here's your money yeah. hooker you know what i mean or like escort right. it's not an escort service it's like a right. sugar it's, baby it's, so it's different right each you know each arrangement can be different i've had arrangements where they got an allowance every week and i would just electronically send it you know on tuesday there's the money and then whatever we did during the week was what we did during the week. I've had it, you know, a thousand dollars a week. I've had it where it was two hundred and fifty dollars when we would meet up and hang out. So it, it all depends. It's all over the place, and that kind of tells you too when you're talking and discussing the financial part of it with these girls. For me, it lets me know like, are they new to the game? Are these girls a little more seasoned? They know what they're looking for. Do they know their worth? You know, that kind of thing. So it literally, and that's the thing, it can take you all over the place. It can be, like I said, anywhere from 250 for the time that you hang out to 
$1,000 a week. It just depends. Oh, it's not bad getting a fucking grand a week to hang out with some dude that you're kind of into and, like, get railed. Well, well and that's the thing, too, right? Like, so I try to make that real clear up front, and I've got pretty good intuition. So when I'm trying to feel the whole situation out, like, if you're not vibing with me, if you don't feel it, you're not attracted to me for whatever reason, whatever it is, then let's not do this because I don't want to do that. I don't want to fuck somebody who's not attracted to me. That's no. fucking stupid. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you get a I don't hooker want that for that. For yeah, get a hooker for that. Right. Right. I don't want that for me. And more importantly, I don't want it for them because I don't want that shit to linger on in their life. Like, oh, I remember when I fucked that dude and I was just doing it for the money or whatever else. So there's got to be a vibe there. And for me, it's easy to find that vibe. You know, I, you know, I'm in sales by, by trade. So for me, being able to talk to somebody is no problem. And if there's any kind of chemistry at all, I can stir that shit up into something else. But then you got to watch the other side because it can go from that to feelings, to feelings real quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and you know, not that I'm opposed to that. I'm not with the right person in the right situation. But again, I have a life, I have a business, I have kids, you know, all that kind of stuff plays into it. So, the feelings have to be in check a little bit. But yeah, you don't yeah, want these bitches getting crazy, showing up at your fucking door, banging it down while you got your girls inside, or like showing up to your job, causing a scene. Yeah, no, and thankfully that's never happened, so I'm lucky there, knock on wood, but um, yeah, it, it's all, like for me, it's good vibes, good times, good sex, you know, that's what I need, and then let me go and live my life and do what I do, but you know, it's like any other relationship, you know, texting throughout the day, talking to each other, you know, I'm fielding shit that, you know, I've been 20 something. So I've dealt with most of that shit. So I'm, you know, doling out advice and everything else. And then, you know, getting them somewhere, get them panties off. Let me spank that fucking ass. <laughs> and then here's a thousand bucks, sweetie. Do you usually see, yeah. do you usually see one girl at a time or do you have like multiple girls at the same time, because so, this can get expensive if you're giving out three girls a thousand bucks a week. Oh, for sure, for sure. If that was the case, it would be out of control. Right. Um, no. So there was a time where I was seeing a couple at a time, and it was just like, you know, a date here, a date there, whatever, nothing serious. When I'm doing the, you know, like a weekly allowance or something like that, it's generally just that person. And the other part of it too is, you know, with all my other um, commitments in life it's hard to juggle more than one of them because one of them is a lot, you know? And I so agree. <laughs> I don't know how people date multiple people at the same time. I can barely keep up with one guy that I see on weekends only. Or people that have multiple families. Right. Well, uh, the, the multiple people, families? Like, that's crazy to I could me. never do that. I'm like, I can't keep <laughs> track of one person. I can't even get more than one person to like me. Me neither. <laughs> I'm at zero people right now. I just fucked up the last one. <laughs> yeah, it happens. There'll be another one soon enough, I'm sure. <laughs> so but, how long does that, the arrangement usually last? Like, when it, do you cut it, it off? When somebody gets feelings or? Or if they well, get in a serious relationship or, yeah, like, give us an example of well, one. Yeah so, yeah, so if they get into a serious relationship, obviously, you know, we're going to cut it off. And for the most part, um, there's a discussion that's had back and forth and that's all cool. I've had, I've been ghosted out of the blue, like by somebody that I was in a 
pretty long-term thing with, you know, several months and everything was good. And the last time I saw him, you know, it was great. I threw her the towel, everything was cool. And then the next thing I know, like she's not answering my texts. I'm blocked on every social media. I'm even blocked on Venmo. So it's Whoa. like, what? her boyfriend found out. Her yeah, boyfriend so- <laughs> found out that blocked on Venmo yeah. is serious. Yeah. Right. Like, I mean, I can't even send you a message there. So what, what the heck? So yeah. anyway, so yeah. Whoa. You know, generally conversations can happen, shit like that. You know, I, not to say that I haven't ghosted, I've ghosted and I don't, that's not my MO normally. Cause I think that's bullshit. No, but, you have a conversation. Um, it's, it's fucking hurtful yeah. to ghost. Right. But if somebody's crazy, like if somebody's just starting to get crazy, then, well um, then, then sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Right. But for the most part, you know, um, it lasts until it fizzles and you know, men, men are pigs, right? Like we're pigs. I know. We like the hunt. We like the chase. We like all that. We like the submission or I do anyway. And so then like when it start, when that starts to fade for me, then I start to get the itch and that's a, that's a delicate line to balance because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm not an asshole like that, but I'm, still a man unfortunately like that that is what it is relationships come and go it is what it is people get hurt people get in them it you know you can't fucking appease everybody and if you're not feeling it anymore and as long as you have the conversation then no harm no foul this was an arrangement going into it anyway it's not like you proposed and then we're like oh never mind uh i like somebody else yeah right so it would be no different than if the other side decided they weren't going to hold up their part of the arrangement yeah if, you know, if one of us is done, we're done and that's it and that's okay. And it doesn't have to be anything dramatic. You know, it can be I'm getting some red flags that, you know, something is not right. It doesn't have to be feelings. It can just be whatever. And I'm like, eh, I think I'm going to take a break from this for a minute. And then generally, you know, it'll fizzle on its own. So. So Alex asked, how long do they usually last for about? You asked that, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, um. I would say three months. That's it? Four months. And you go on vacations with these chicks at three months in? I took a chick on vacation after three weeks. Wow. For for sure. For sure. If the vibe's there, the vibe's there. And that's how I've always lived. Yeah. You know, in my normal, my normal relationship. So, you know, it's no different than, you know, you fuck on the first date, right? You know whether or not there's a vibe there. If there's a vibe, there's a vibe. And if there's not, there's not. True. And so that's just how it goes. But, you know, three, four months, six months, six months is probably the longest. Would you ever consider dating somebody from these sites or you like say you really fell for them or would you have like that in your head? Like, yo, this bitch was on seeking arrangements. I can never take her seriously in a relationship. I'm I'm. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been in that exact situation. Okay. Tell me um, about it. So I'm in this arrangement with this girl. A couple weeks go by and I don't send her any cash. Right. But everything is the same. And she never mentions that I haven't sent her anything. And we vibe incredibly well. She's mature for her age. Got her shit together. Everything's cool. We have a great vibe. However, in the back of my head, I'm like, she's told me a lot about previous arrangements and previous meetups and shit like that. 
which is probably something I never need to hear as a man. Yeah. Because I don't want, yeah. I don't want to know those things. Yeah. It's kind of like somebody saying, well, what's your body count? Right? Like, Oh, it's seven. You never well, tell that. Seven. Mine's four. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Maybe so, like, three. I, yeah. And it's like, so that stuff is in the back of my head. And as much as I like this girl and I'm attracted to her and we have a great ass time, there's always that in the back of my head, like, it's a little bit like, is she going to slip back off into that? Yeah, like, you a hoe. Reason? We know you're a hoe. Well, yeah, and, you know, I don't slut shame. I'm a slut, you know, period. I know who I am. I will fuck within reason just about anything. I'm not, I'm not like, Claude, right? <laughs> within <laughs> Claude fucks anything claude has anything a cantaloupe before wait was it a watermelon or a cantaloupe i think it was a watermelon yeah that was when he had the party party, and he walked out and he had the cantaloupe on his dick or it was a watermelon and he just started fucking in the middle of the party yeah (laughs) yeah he's a man he's a wild man but (laughs) i you know for me i i will fuck a lot of things but like you got to be at the hot end of the scale now and so I don't think, you know, but I know, I know I'm a whore. I'm a whore, period. It is what it is. What There's nothing wrong with that. It. Yeah. Embrace it. Embrace it, man. Especially yeah. if you're I mean, divorced love, too. Why not live your best fucking life? Yeah. I love sex and I love good, healthy sex, right? Like I want her to get off. Like, uh, man, man. Do that. <laughs> like, <laughs> Most, you know, and men don't figure that shit out till like late twenties, early thirties, right? Some like, never do. Some I never do. I was just with yeah, a guy that n- was thirty, mid thirties, and didn't figure that out. Right. And I it's couldn't like, do it anymore. I'm it was the, so weird. Well, yeah, because it shouldn't be a one way street, right? Like right. I'm going to spend my time going down on her, learning her body, figuring it out, and that's what I do with these girls too. Like I'm going to figure that part out. So that I'm meeting that expectation on their end, or maybe because they're young, they've never had a guy that's done that, and maybe that's part of what causes the other, you know, the buildup of emotions and shit like that. But for me, I need that healthy exchange, and so, like, let's face it, I'm gonna come. Right. So that's a given. I need to make sure that she comes. That's and a real so man whatever, right there. That's a real man, Aaron. Whatever. Aaron, can yeah. you do a lesson to all the men out there that have no idea how to get a fucking woman I, off? <laughs> or I even I try? I, and, yeah, Make I, a video. You, know, I, you I, can I, practice I, on me. <laughs> oh, man. Say less. I, you know, I see these videos and I'm like, or these memes and shit of dudes that like, dudes that can't find the clip. I'm like, what are you taught? Like, I could find that thing in the dark with my pinky finger one hand tied behind my back and a fucking, you know, cupcake shoved in my mouth. I'd still find it. <laughs> I, that like, like that's gotta be your shit. Like as a guy, that's gotta be your goal is to, to do that. And if you can't or won't, or don't give a shit enough, then you shouldn't be out there doing anything. Cause you're just a self-serving asshole. And unfortunately I know there's a lot of guys out there like that, but that's just not how I roll. So. I've never been with a guy who didn't roll like you do. And so it was just very weird to experience that for the first time. I'm 35. 
35 years old. Yeah. Like I've always been with men, but I guess I've always dated older men too. Like I feel like my best sex was with a guy that was 13 years older than me. And he was like you, like I could get off. Like I got off 13 times in a night and he only got off once, but it would get him off and it would make him so happy, like knowing that I was happy. You know what I mean? It's like one of those that, things. Yeah. And oh, I yeah. feel like that's like what gets a guy going is knowing that they're that's like pleasing their woman. A man. man, when, a it, man when, a, yeah. when a man, yeah, when a man comes to that point where he eats pussy for his pleasure, it's a whole different ballgame. Yeah. I'm there because I love it and I want to watch her squirm and I want to feel it. Right. And I want to see it. You know, when I when your when your leg is up over my shoulder and I can feel that fucker twitching, I'm in. Like Ooh, that I'm is getting my turned shit. on. <laughs> <laughs> like, Alex, excuse I'm, me, I'm gonna go I'm to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my shit. That's why I'm there. I came to win, and and I'm in. And so, you know, dudes that don't do that, that's too bad because they're really missing out. Because that that's the key that unlocks the rest of that for that girl to then open up and give you herself fully absolutely so, yes. thank you thank, thank you, you aaron women, yeah. maybe we got to take a know, road trip to yeah detroit. we're going to detroit <laughs> At, do you want a threesome alex and i are not sisters but we can pretend to be as sisters someone asked us yeah, if as we long were as you're not, yeah as long as you're not sisters i'm, I'm in people think we it, are it, though so know, we can pretend to be and like do role play I do. Uh, I've, I've stalked the Instagrams. I'm familiar. I'm, I'm, uh, I <laughs> You've stalked my OnlyFans. You've seen my butthole. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. I have seen your butthole. That's true. That's true. And, and, but, and you bought those Chevy Chase pants because I said I did. I so did. Wait, I did. I, I don't think Alex Nicholas knows. Cage. <laughs> no, Nicholas Cage. Yeah. As I think yeah. I, I think I told you this, Alex. So I like our one of our other friends. Crystal, she posted a picture of like these like Nicolas Cage pants with Nicolas Cage looking like a fucking weirdo. And I said, I'll show my butthole to the person that wears those out for like four hours in public. So then I get a message from Aaron and he sends me a picture of the pants and he's like, prepare your butthole. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I, I have not worn. I have. I have to be honest. I have not worn them out of the house because they are so ridiculous. I yeah, that's why you didn't get the, the full butthole right. video. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was like, all right, let me just sign up for the OnlyFans and see the butthole that way. But you know, there's nothing better. There's nothing better than a good butthole picture for sure. True. My 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 favorite. That's how you know you really cross the intimacy intimacy line. So. I think I was bending over in my kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. There's there's probably a few I looked at there, but it, you know, so dudes just need to do better, right? They just need to do better. Agreed. And they, you know, for me, I'm not gonna lie. Part of the fucking part of what gets me off about this whole thing is I'm setting the bar for every guy that comes into these chicks' life after me in one way or the other, whether it's the mental aspect, the physical aspect. You know, the fact that I'm attentive, you know, I'm taking care of things, whatever it is, I'm setting that bar. And so, uh, yeah, good luck, boys, because, you know, 20-somethings ain't going to cut it after that. I was just going to so. say that, especially since you're in your 40s and 20-year-old guys, I feel like they just don't know what they're doing, too. And especially if these girls are 20, they're going to be having some of the best orgasms in their life. And then they're going to go back to the 20-year-olds that literally like... 
do fucking three thrusts, think that that's okay, right. roll over and want to smoke some weed. So these girls are going to be disappointed for the rest of their yeah. lives. <laughs> yeah, and and then and severely surprised, right? Yeah, disappointed and surprised. But, you know, <laughs> yes. that, that, that's the thing. Like, dudes just need to do better. You got to pay attention. You got to like, you got to be in it. And so, I take time before usually it gets to that point sexually where you know I've learned enough about them to kind of know the gist of it you know of who they are as a person i hope you know even though i know i'm catching some bullshit because that's the nature of that site right you know or any or any dating site right like you're putting up your your best front right but as time goes on you know you learn things and you follow those things but spend the time figure out their body what makes them come what makes them happy and it's not always just especially in a sugar daddy type thing it's not always just the money like I said, you know, weeks went by and I didn't send her a dime and she never made mention of it because she was companionship too. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is like, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know, being, especially in times right now where it's really fucking difficult to meet somebody too, because like, let's sure. face it, yeah. things are not open. It's not like you can go up to people and just say hi to them. Like even in a bar around here, if you get up from your table and you walk over to another table, like the bartenders and the fucking waitresses will be like, sir, ma'am, you have to go back to your table and sit down. Like you can't mingle like that. So yeah. especially times right now, it is like nice companionship to meet somebody off of those things, especially if it's an arrangement, you know what you're getting into and then you're getting fucking paid for it. Right. Right. I mean, so like the terms of engagement are already laid out. That part's taken care of. So you already know like what the, what the deal is going into it. So then it's almost like you're a little more relaxed and you can kind of open up a little bit within reason, you know, and get to know that person on a different level. Where dating, you know, conventional dating is tough. You know, the last person I dated conventionally, I was at a, I was at a job. And my phone rang. I picked up the phone, and, and it was the girl's boyfriend. Whoa, like, no. That's so annoying. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, dude, first of all, I don't know why you took my number out of her phone. Second of all, you know you know where I work. I'll be back there in a half hour if you want to come talk about it. But don't, you know, I'm not the one to call and be like, oh, you're banging my bitch. Like, yeah, not only am I banging your bitch, I nut in her every single fucking time. Yeah. And now I'm, you know, and she comes home to you, obviously. I'm not the one you need to be talking to. You didn't you know that she had a boyfriend. Right. Absolutely not. And then I did have a conversation with her right after that. Like, yo, what? You know, you told me you guys broke up. Old boy's calling my phone while I'm at work. This ain't cool. And she was younger. She was in her 20s. And, you know, then she t told me how complex the situation was. And I'm like, look, at the end of the day, here's what it is. If you're fucking him, I'm not fucking you. So right, right. that's how that's where we are. And, and that's a lot of it. And that's a lot with the sugar babies too, because that site is a free for all. Right. And so I know they always have the option to get on there and find something quick if they if that's what they need. And so I'm always like my antenna's always up, like, oh, you know. So any weird behavior, patterns that are out of the normal, just like in any relationship, right? Like, oh, Where'd you disappear to for two and a half hours on Friday night? You know, shit like that. So, and I try to like tamp my redneck crazy is high. It's high as fuck. So I try to keep that shit tamped down. But um, there's a lot of challenges to it and trying to maintain a good balance. Like I said, good vibes, good times, good sex, the whole nine yards. So 
it can be it can be wild that's for sure do you care if they're seeing other people or you kind of make it like all right well you're with me and i'm paying you monthly like you're only with me or you it doesn't matter you can't control it to me to no to me it doesn't matter whether i'm paying you or we're in a conventional relationship or anything else like if we're fucking number one we're probably fucking raw right and so that means that we're not fucking anybody else and that's laid out at the beginning okay um I don't want I don't want to catch anything and you know me well enough from our interaction in the other way that we know each other that I'm a pretty alpha male yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah I don't I don't I don't tolerate nonsense so that kind of shit to me like if we're doing this we're doing it and as much as it's an arrangement you're still either committed or you're not so for me you're not committed and you're going to be banging other people then i have a fucking problem so that's just who i am as a man that's how it's always been you know i just i don't like to share my toys i operate like that i'm like a one man at a time kind of person even if i'm not really like like even if we're not dating dating i still can't be with more than uh, one guy at once just because it makes me feel dirty and i don't know who the fuck he's with like you know i don't like what sheets am i going into at your place that who was in there last night so it's kind of yeah i don't like that either yeah and for me you know there's some there's some weird thing about dudes there and it's always been this way right like there's some weird thing about a guy and a woman for me anyway, like I'm going inside her body. Right. Yeah. So for like, I don't want anybody else in there relatively close to the time I've been in there. So that's just one of those mental hiccups that I have where I'm like, I can't, I, I can't, I know guys that don't give a shit. They'll, they'll bang three or four chicks and they don't give a fuck what they're doing and it's whatever. But for me, um, I, I just, I can't roll like that. But I also think that those guys that are banging three or four chicks, A, have a lot of commitment issues. B, are probably. not, probably those kind of people are those selfish fucks that get off and don't give a fuck about the woman. Where I feel like you're well, yeah. on the same level yeah. with me, where I... The more that I'm with, I like being with one person and exploring that one person because then you can really go places sexually with them that you can't do if it's just like random fucking hookups. Like, I'm not going to like give you my all and, you know, like, I don't know, with with somebody random for the first like couple times, like that's gross. Right. You know, a random hookup is a nut, right? Right. That's all it is. And, and, And that's fine and that's cool and whatever. But when it starts to get, you know, when there's some kind of connection there and that thing builds, that's when both people open up and that's where the fun starts. Yeah, that's when the great sex happens. Absolutely, because you're comfortable. You know, girls always have that thing where they see their body differently than men see them, right? Like, you guys are always like, oh, I'm too fat, I'm too skinny, my boobs look like this, or whatever else, right? But for dudes, we don't see you like that. But when we, but sometimes, sometimes guys have those same kind of things. Like, oh, I put a little weight on over the winter or whatever. If I can't stroll around naked in front of you and you see my ass and my whole body and I see yours and we're comfortable to the point where it doesn't matter, yeah, then there's going to be yeah. hangups there. Like, I don't need to do it in the dark. I don't want to be under the sheets. You know, no, like, I like to see what I'm doing do too. This. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that level of connection is a whole different ball game, and it's great. 
and that's really what takes it from fucking zero to a hundred, right? I mean, when you hit that point that you're comfortable with somebody at that level, lick my asshole. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's a whole, yeah, it's a whole different, it's a whole different world at that point. And then all the inhibitions are gone. The guards down and it's just a fuck fest and people are coming left and right. So, so do you like, wait, you go first, Alex. No, I was going to say, so is that why you chose the seeking arrangements route over the like Tinder, apps. Hinge? Because is there like a money aspect to it? Do you have like the oh, God yeah. complex? Like, oh, I like to help these people. Like or a financial it- domination no, type yeah. thing? Not like a God complex necessarily. I, I enjoy, I, I enjoy seeing them do well, right? But I'm also doing things like, making like the, the last one that I was with, I was making sure like she was investing money. Like she opened up an account and Stocks making sure and she's shit. investing in stock. Okay. And she was seeing some growth and that was good for her. There's no God complex because I mean, who knows I could get hit by a truck tomorrow. So none of that really matters to me. The fact that I have a ton of money is just a bonus. Yeah. Right. But okay. That, that also can't be the basis of the relationship either. So it, you know, it's a fine line. But no, no, no God complex like that or no controlling aspect of like, if you don't fuck me, I'm not giving you cash because that's not what it's about for me. I know there's guys like that out there, but that's that's not my thing. Yeah, they probably like hold it over these women. Yeah, and that's how they keep the women around. Like, right. well, if you don't see me on Friday night, then you're not getting the money. Right, right, right. And then some of the girls like need it, too. Are, do and most, that's literally right. just and, a strictly an arrangement. Yeah, that's no strictly. feeling. It's like I fuck you. I right. It's a. It's an escort, but pretty not, much. Yeah. Do these girls have jobs, yeah, or it, I mean, is it just allowance? Um, it depends. Some of them are in school, like okay. full time school, like legitimate legitimate school. Some of them have jobs, and it's just not cutting it. Some of them single moms. Um, you know, it, it just depends. It, it's all over the place. It's just like anything else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know, I'm not, <clears throat> I don't want to be the source for their sole income and survival. I don't want that put on me. Um, because that's a huge commitment. Right. But, um, there's something good about seeing somebody grow, you know, and helping people do better. I, I don't, I don't have any problem with that. Especially if I you're setting have, up with like stocks and shit. Yeah. Because that's massive yeah, for I their mean, future. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm telling them like, this is what's in my portfolio. This is what I bought this week. Take a look at it. See what you think. What can you put towards it? You know, I know you got a car payment. I know you got rent. I know you got school, whatever. But like throw a hundred bucks at it. Right. See what happens. And, you know, and once you get a taste of that, I wish somebody had done that. Well, my dad did kind of do that when I was younger, but you know, if I had gotten hooked like I am now on the stock market when I was in my 20s, it'd be a whole different world. And, you know, I would just have a supermodel wife living in the fucking Caribbean somewhere. <laughs> I just set up Alex with her Robin Hood account. Yep. She's obsessed. Addie's my sugar mama. <laughs> I'm her sugar mama. I gave her go. free stock because she signed up with <laughs> yeah, There you go. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, once you get hooked on that shit and you start to see some growth, like, you're doing something for yourself. And yep. It's not me that's doing it. I'm just, I'm just kind of giving you guidance towards it. You're doing it on your own. That's your money. You do what you want with it. You're and a make rare something breed, happen though. for yourself. I know, Aaron. You are a rare no, breed. I mean, I, 
I feel I like you're like the Santa sure. Claus of seeking arrangements. Yeah, because let's be real. Most of the guys I, on there is just like pigs. They just they can't get anyone well, to yeah, fuck them, just, so they gotta pay someone. Yeah. And it's better than getting a hooker because you're justifying it like, oh, we're right. dating. Right, but you're not. I mean, those guys that's not a relationship. That's not I mean, you're just hooking up and, and if that's your thing, that's your thing. I don't I don't kink chain, whatever. I mean but I've heard stories about dudes that are socially awkward. Yeah. They're yeah. not attractive, whatever, whatever it is. And so I probably attract the higher end of what's on there and that's good. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that way, but like, I'm not trying to take advantage of anybody, make anybody feel bad about themselves, you know, and it's probably part of that girl dad thing, but it is what it is. And I just, um, I treat them like I would treat anybody that I'm in a relationship with. And one of the nicest compliments that was ever, ever given to me, I'll tell the story and then I got to wrap it up. Okay. Okay. Um, we were on vacation and I got up and left the pool area to go back to the room real quick. And as soon as I got up and left, this dude approached the girl that I was with and he was an older guy. And he must have seen the difference between our age. And so he thought it was okay to approach her, which was a bold move on his part. And he came up and he started talking to her. And he said, so why are you with him? And she said, talk to him for just a minute and you'll immediately know why. And so she told me that story later on because I came back and he was talking to her. And I was like, dude, what are you, what's up? And um, so then he and I talked for about a half hour. and We had some things in common. And... So we talked and then he left and then she kind of told me the story later. And I asked her, you know, several weeks after that had passed, I said, did you really say that? And he, she said, yeah, absolutely. She said, the sexiest thing about you is the fact that you are so intelligent, the way you talk, the way you make me feel, you know, and she went through this and it was so nice to hear because I'm not out there trying to be a scumbag. That's just not, and anybody that's on that site should know whether it doesn't matter what side you're on. Like, I always tell my girls, know your worth and add tax, right? It's yeah, the yeah. same thing. Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't settle for less. And even though you might be in a hard spot for money and shit like that, like, don't let anybody denigrate who you are as a person, make you feel bad about yourself, put you in a situation that you're uncomfortable in, none of that shit. Um, make it something that's worthwhile for both you and the other person, just like you would in any normal relationship. Just know there's an aspect of it where, you're both getting something that you want above and beyond the companionship, the sex, the good times, the good vibes. So I like that. So seeking arrangements. I know we really turned this episode in, into like yeah, a full like <laughs> pep talk for men. Yeah, I feel like we should have like yeah. Right? You're like a unicorn. Soft, soft classical music. I know. Wait, do you want to well, date me? <laughs> you don't even have to too, pay you're us. Too far you're too far away for me. We can my, move. My libido, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, my libido at my age now is probably twice as high as it was when I was in my 20s, which is odd. Oh, but daddy. But I think it's partly because it's the amount of sex that I'm having. Especially the with these 20-year-olds. Oh, and, you know, that, that could have been a challenge. And that's the other thing, right? Like if a guy rushes into it with a 20-some-year-old, like you're in you're in like foreign territory if you haven't been there in a while yeah so like i i make sure that i take the time to make sure that they're satisfied and that also keeps me in the game so 
the last year and a half, my libido is off the charts. I'm talking like, you know, when I was in my 20s, I could go two, three, four times a day, and I'm back at that same level now. Damn. If I had that kind of time, that's, that's what I would be doing. And, yeah, it's uh, it's intense for sure. And and sometimes I think that catches some of these girls off guard, too, because I'm like, I'm ready to go all the time. So. I know guys my age that can but, only go, like, once. Well, Maybe I think you get your mojo back part of it is 40. That, <laughs> maybe, I'm, 40 was, like, the best thing that ever happened to me. Really? And I've never, yeah, you know, I think I'm aging well. I uh, I think that at 40, kind of, like, the second light bulb came on. The first one came on when I was, like, 30, and I had my daughter, my first daughter. And then at 40, like, the light bulb came on and it was, like, a new revolution or, you know, a new renaissance, if you were in my brain. And then when I got into this kind of thing, I was like, I have so much to bring to the table here that I have to do it in the right way to make sure I'm not hurting people and, you know, causing them mental harm, but like making that connection and then getting that connection going, you guys know that connection is key to everything. So once you're at that level, then, you know, I think it grows everything. And so then it's like, I'm not a one round guy. I'm like, I need two, three rounds. Let's do this. And fuck yes. That's a lot for some people. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, no, that is. Guys 30 years old were only good that I've been with were like one and done. And at least they would get me off yeah. like twice. But, it, you know, God, I sure. love a guy that can go yeah. like three times in a night. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you know how like, you know, because for me, when I was in my 30s too, right, like I'd get my nut and then I'd rush to the bathroom to clean up or whatever lay there yeah yeah have that fucking moment have that moment let that moment take over let that 20 minutes pass of just talking and laughing and fucking around and napping together yeah and then look back over and be like hey will you suck my dick and then the next thing you know it is on again yep and it's better (laughs) that it's better that round than it was the first round at least for me and i know for them because i'm i'm performing it at a different pace so that kind of shit don't get up and rush off like oh i gotta put my you know put my pants on and get out of here like hang out and be in that moment because that's the moment where it all kind of ties together and if you can do that you can do a whole lot of things i hate when guys immediately nut and then they put on their boxers like within seconds i'm like dude let your dick hang out a little longer right right like you know like oh She's never seen a flaccid penis before. Like, who gives like, a shit? It, you know, right. But that's the thing. Dudes get hung up on that same kind of shit. And there's there's girls that do the same thing. Like, it's over, it's done, and immediately they're, like, covering up under the cover. Now, unless it's cold, which I get, but, like, if you're trying to hide your body from me, like, I was just in it. I, I just was saw it. Yeah. Like, don't. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to hide it from me. Take that minute, lay there, relax, enjoy each but the key to that whole thing is enjoying that company, you know, and enjoying that time afterwards and building on that orgasm because the orgasm is only one piece of it. Get that mental, get that mental fuck in. I think that you need to be like the Tony Robbins of letting men, boys know how to please a woman. You know, can we just do a worldwide tour 
disappointed but not surprised star. <laughs> you can like Aaron. demonstrate and us. then you can demonstrate on us, on, us <laughs> on stage <laughs> <laughs> absolutely you guys you better get some sleep and some vitamins <laughs> just um, feed me pineapple you know, afterwards I, <laughs> I don't think dudes i don't think young dudes can consume it i, I no matter if somebody had come to me when I was in my 20s and said what I'm saying, I don't think younger dudes can consume it. Most, no. most younger dudes. There's some out there that do. And those guys, when you see those dudes that are not the best looking guys, but they've got a smoke show on their arm, they understand this stuff. Yeah. Yep. And it's always the fuck boys. You know, the fuck boys are out there and they're banging this one. They're banging that one. They're doing this. They're doing that. And, but, but it's always a different chick and it's always a rotation. Because they never are getting to this level. No. Get to this level. Get get to this level and change the game completely. Um, but it's like anything else. You got to be dedicated to it. Can't half-ass it. You know, and, and you really got to put the work in. And, uh, yeah, man, it's good shit. It is good shit. Amen. Absolutely. Amen to that. So I hope that gives you hope that gives you a little insight into the uh my my speaking arrangement time anyway i'm off the site right now um i don't know that i'm ready to go back on there are you with anybody right now or no you're not like nobody's lingered uh, over or yeah there's somebody that's lingering and i'm not real sure what i'm doing with that situation at the moment are you still paying them you're still paying them uh nope not paying them. Oh, so there's it's like a, a relationship a thing. Yeah, there's a distance and time issue at this at this moment. Um, so that's kind of hanging out there, but there's still constant contact and communication and everything else. So, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Well, keep us posted. Yeah, and like know. I said, oh yeah, for sure. But you know, getting back on there, I don't have anxiety. It's not something I suffer from. But I've got a little bit of angst at just even the thought of getting back on there because it's so much work finding someone who's willing to receive what I'm giving. You know yeah, what I mean? It's like it's time consuming to weed through any, all those you know, It's just like dating in general. Yeah. It's oh, fucking the it's worst like on it, any yep, app. Absolutely. Yeah, it's the worst. And so that part of, for me is like, ugh, do I really want to fucking go down this road again? And I'm sure if things were to dwindle out, and you know it would take me a week or two and i'd be like all right let's get back on here and see what i can do but um it's it's like i said it's like a fucking it's like a whole nother job going through there and sorting through but worth it if you're willing to put the time in and you're not looking depending on what you're looking for i guess you know there's always those girls on there that are you know they're willing for just a quick fuck and you know that's got its place too but um that's not me and so it takes a little more time to find what i'm looking for how many dates do you usually go on before you find that person or you usually weed them out via online and the phone and then you kind of know that you're going to have a connection well i usually text at least a couple days before meeting up with them right and then at that point like i i'm figuring out like are they responsive am i sitting here waiting on a text back blah 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 whatever are they attentive? You know, can they carry on a conversation? Can we talk about things other than sex? Right. Um, all, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then we'll meet up and I'll know, you know, 
between what you and I both do for a living, we probably have a pretty good read on people right away. Oh, this and is so, what we do for a fucking living. Within three seconds, we can get a read on somebody. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to know pretty quick what the deal is. And not to say that I haven't caught some curveballs because I have. I thought I had it figured out. And I was like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. But um, usually I'll know right away. But, you know, I'll text back and forth with them for a day or two and kind of vibe on their vibe. You know, sometimes right away they're wanting to meet up and I'm like, all right, you know, there's no harm in going out and grabbing a drink, whatever. And now that things are starting to open up, you know, I can do that. Um, but that's, you know, that's probably the norm, I would say. Have you ever I, you been know, catfished? I don't on for a week. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. You've been catfished? Yeah. Was it like some old yep. lady waiting and they had yep. a picture of like a 20 year old? No, it, you know what I got catfished by was the motherfucking angles of the pictures, right? So oh, the worst angles, right? <laughs> you get the angles. You're, you know, you're looking at the photo. You're like, oh, she, she's gorgeous. She's whatever, blah, blah blah. And then you get there, and you're like, nope. And I'm <laughs> also not that, mo- you know, I'm a really nice guy, but I'm not that motherfucker. So if I get there. And it's not you or you've been angling me or whatever. I'm like, hey, listen, you know, I don't think it's going to work. I really appreciate it. Thanks for coming out to meet me. I, you know, I got your drink and everything. I'll, pay, I'll take care of all that. Good yeah. luck. I hope you find what you're looking for. And I don't let it, you know, I don't let it dwindle beyond that because it doesn't need to go into a situation beyond that. So One of our guy good. friends has his old picture on apps. He's on regular dating apps, not seeking arrangements. But he's gained like a two hundred pounds since then. Oh no! <laughs> We're like, nope. dude, like Re- take your skinny pictures you know, off. Yeah. <laughs> right? How much weight has he gained? Oh, well, at least a hundred, probably a hundred, probably probably hundred. Probably, but he's like only like five oh, foot five so, to begin with. So he's he's using his skinny pictures, his yeah. skinny pictures and on these apps, it. and then he's gained oh. at least 100 pounds. But probably. I said, I was like, so what do you do when you meet up with the people? Like, aren't you like embarrassed that it's not you in you the picture? Anymore? And then he's like, oh, no, I don't meet up with them. I just want to see if I still have it. <laughs> like, if people would be willing to meet up with me. Oh, like, OK. Wow. <laughs> Sounds like a giant waste wow. of time. But whatever. <laughs> Right. Uh, There's people that do that. They'll put pictures of themselves from like ten years ago on there, or like from like a hundred pounds ago on there. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't ran into the ten year ago thing. I've definitely ran into the angles where they were bigger than what they appeared to be when I got there. Yeah. And you know, it's just like anything else. If I'm not attracted to you physically, um. I'm not going to pursue it. There's no, you know, there's no nothing there. Right, not right. to say that I'm just a completely shallow, and not that I'm a completely shallow asshole, but I am. Um, so, you know, that I've, like I said, I've ran into the angles and shit like that, but man, if I walked in and somebody was like 10, 15 years older, I, there's like, I'm out done. I would, I probably wouldn't even say anything. Well, the whole thing's so, starting off on like a false lie. pretenses anyway. Right. So. Yeah. Right. And then at that point, you know, we're done before we even begin so and i don't blame you for being shallow on this because you're paying for fucking good so why not get what you like especially if you're paying for it yeah right like absolutely and you know like i said i try to eliminate that part of it out but in the end there's there's things being exchanged there's things i'm looking for that 
they have to meet certain parameters, right? And like I said, I've got a wide palette. You know, there's a lot of things I like, um, but there's a lot of things I don't like. And yeah, that would be a bummer if I ever ran into a real bad situation like that. Do you buy them gifts? Do you constantly have to shower them with gifts too? Or is it more just like weekly allowances and like, or pay per date? Like, are you buying them Chanel bags, like stuff like that or no? Um, I'm, I don't, I've never bought anybody a bag. I know guys, you know, I've heard stories about guys that do that. They buy them like, you know, Louis Vuitton bags or whatever. That's not, that's not me. That's not who I am. I don't care about that stuff. Um, and I know a lot of girls do care about that stuff, which yeah. is always bizarre to me because I'm like, you're driving a, you know, 2013 Toyota, but you got a Louis Vuitton bag. Like what? Are you right. Right. Invest your money so, better. So, yeah, so, like, I'll buy clothes and stuff like that. I've let girls use my card to, like, buy stuff from Nordstrom or, you know, I bought a girl a new iPhone, um, you know, things like that. But not a constant. Again, you got to set – you're setting the expectations. So when you start doing that stuff, they start looking for it like that. And it's not that I don't have the means or necessarily the want, but I don't want that to be – the expectation all the time like every time i see someone oh what'd you bring me like bitch i brought you this cock that's right 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 (laughs) you know i don't i don't yeah i don't want it to be like oh you know you know are you carrying a bag with something in it for me no but if we're if we're in a little deeper situation you know and somebody mentions like oh i need to go do this or i need i saw this and i really liked it then i might you know do that but like i've done shit like just buy a bottle of chick-fil-a Sauce. Like the girl said, she loved it, and I ordered it on Amazon and shipped it to her house. Honestly, like, that would shit, probably like, mean more to like me that. than a fucking <laughs> Chanel bag, <laughs> right? And do and dudes forget that. Dudes forget that sometimes it's the little thing because that means you're like, listening bottle, to what we yeah. like. Correct, correct. It's the little things. Like I can't tell you what that bottle of Chick Fil A sauce did for me. Um, I believe it. I would be so excited if something that little was shipped to my fucking house because it means they listened, they paid attention to what I liked, and they wanted to do something to make me happy that's not overly fucking showy. Right. I, you know, it didn't take a thousand dollar bag. It didn't take a vacation. It didn't take like none of that. It just took. I was paying attention when she ordered her food. She talked about this sauce like it was something crazy. And I was like, okay. The yum yum sauce. I think I may have even. No, was it the Polynesian sauce? Yeah, I may have even. Was it Polynesian or yum yum? It was like Chick. No, it was Chick fil A sauce. It was just Chick fil A sauce, whatever that is. And I think I had saw a TikTok and the girl had like the the squeeze bottle of it. And I was like, I didn't even know that was a thing. Next thing you know, I'm on Amazon. I order it, done, over with, boom. That's really cute. So, yeah, you know, it's. It's one of those kind of things. You got to pay attention. And no matter what kind of relationship you're in, you got to pay attention because the, the whole, the name of your podcast, right? Right. Disappointed, but not surprised. Dude, dude, stop disappointing these girls. Pay attention. Do the little shit. Make it happen. You know, it doesn't take moving a mountain sometimes. Sometimes it's just one or two little things are like, yep, I got you, girl. And that was it. We so. started this with the name because we had been let down so many fucking 
times in every way imaginable in every way so it became like comical like anything yeah. happens to us now we're like yeah disappointed but not surprised like honestly like if i like we almost we're almost expecting to be in a marriage like eventually and then finding out that like they have a whole nother family or they like fuck hookers on craigslist oh. like you know something like that or like you know what that wouldn't even surprise us right yeah, now yeah we'd just be like oh figures. yeah <laughs> like, like well, yeah that, and that's part that's part of the other thing of being on speaking right like i feel like it's it's jaded me a little bit that way too like i'm always thinking like oh you know these chicks are just fucking whoever like they, they got a multitude of dudes that are chasing them. and sometimes it takes like really paying attention like yeah they probably do have dudes chasing them but are they curving them in in the dms right or are they entertaining that shit and Chick-fil-A sauce ends up making them curve a lot of people. Absolutely. So but would you be mad if they were just taking money to like sext and talk to other people? Because a lot of guys just need companionship off of that. Like I know a girl. So I only heard about seeking arrangements because where I was working, one of the billers in mm -hmm. my office she said that a lot of her college friends and nursing schools were on that and a lot of them didn't even meet with the guys and i'm like bingo if i can make 500 bucks a week to fucking sext and send random nudes like i'm in like what girl wouldn't a lot but i would so so that's why i like signed up for it, it with the depend. alter ego yeah and i all yeah, i was looking it, for was for to me. just like chat so i bet you a lot of these girls are wanting to chat right. but would you be jealous about that too well, it depends. It depends on what level of connection I'm at with them. If it's uh, if it's to the point where, you know, we're emotionally connected a little bit, then yeah, I might be a little bit because I want all of that. You know, I don't want that shared with anybody else. I get it. Like, you can go on there, you can finesse some dude, send him a couple butthole pictures and some text, and have him sending you cash. Right. And I get that that's easy and it's whatever, but that's if that's what you want to do, then I'm probably not the guy. Um, and if it's just, you know, we have a connection, that connection is good. You know, we're together. Everything's good with us. Then, yeah, I don't, I don't want to share. I look at it like a relationship. You know, yeah. I don't, you wouldn't want a guy that you were with doing that with somebody else. I don't want, I, same thing. It's a matter of respect. At that point. I don't know if I had some I'm, guy I'm and they were like, listen, I need to talk to you. Some some random woman from the Hamptons wants me to send her dick pics and she's willing to give me two fifty. I'd be like, motherfucker, yeah. I will dress your wiener up for you. Take the pictures right? and then we can send them to her if you're getting two fifty a fucking picture. Yeah, my ex fiance <laughs> was always oh. like, I would tell him I'm like, this guy w wants to send money for like whatever, like my socks, this, that, the other thing. He's like do it do yeah. it do it he's like get that money girl he's like you're hot why let it go yeah, to waste and I, I, I get it and some do like maybe that's maybe that's like a insecurity thing on my part i don't know i don't know i just don't maybe it's just how i'm cut i just don't want to share like when i'm when i'm into somebody i don't want to share any of it yeah i get now, that it's just you know if it if it's just we're hanging out and we're fucking once a week and that's it and then we go our separate ways i don't give a fuck but if it's a little deeper than that and it's reached that point where we're comfortable and everything is good and it feels good and it's right, you know, then at that point, no, I don't want to share anybody. But right. like I said, if it's just a random, you know, we're just, and a lot we're of just banging every week. I don't, do, send... I don't like to share. Yeah. Like I, and I would, 
I would even be okay with if I was with somebody and that emotional connection was there and they wanted to have an OnlyFans, I'd be okay with that, as weird as it is, right? Because I feel like there's some kind of disconnect there. There's no but connect whatsoever with OnlyFans. You're posting your fucking right. nudes and, so, and you're like looking at your yeah. fucking bank account and those new any and it's funny too, because any of the nudes that I posted, none of them were fresh nudes. They were all I like I went through me and my, one of my ex's texts and I pseudo ex, whatever the fuck he was, and I used to have to send him a picture every single morning to get him through his day. So I just <laughs> like recycled all his old pictures. I'm like, fuck him. He's not around anymore. He fucking dip so I might as well use those pictures for good so I just was like eh, let me post them and make a few hundred bucks quick <laughs> yeah no and so in that part like the only fans thing I'm like yeah go for it you know that get your bag I don't have any problem with that it's the point where it's personal one-on-one communication I'm like man that's probably that's probably not right but maybe it's just me maybe I guess maybe that's my weird hang-up maybe that's my one weird thing you know what I mean yeah I I get that. I absolutely get that. Not wanting to share hundred percent. It's, it's a tricky situation with that stuff. Yeah, for sure. And, and the arrangement part of it doesn't make it any less tricky. It just makes it sometimes a little more complicated. I feel like it would almost make it easier to lay everything on the line. Like, Hey, this is what I need. This is what I don't need. If you're willing to do that, then we can work it out where I give you money. And like, you like put it out all on the table instead of like kind of, feeling your way through in a normal relationship yeah right like you're you're eliminating a lot of that nonsense in the beginning because you're laying out some some terms rules yeah and then every yeah and then everything beyond that is pretty easy right so that part of it's kind of that part of it's kind of nice it takes away that that bullshit a little bit and that's where guys can get hung up on the money part right because they then at that point they're think they think well I'm paying you like so you have to abide by what I say. No, that's not. It's no different than anything else. If there's a level of respect there, then that comes with it. If not, then that's not then that's not how it's going to go down. And a dude has to make a decision at that point: continue to pursue that or don't. But don't use it and hold it over somebody's head because they're on a different page than you are. Just acknowledge, like any relationship, we're on a different page. Yeah. Maybe right. this isn't maybe this isn't what I want. And then and you move okay. on. It's okay. Yeah, it's absolutely okay to go, this isn't what I want. And it doesn't matter, arrangement, marriage, relationship, friendship, whatever it is. If it's not working, it's okay to say, hey, this isn't working. And then you talk about it. And either you fix it and make it work or you, break you let up. it go and you hold on to the, yeah, you hold on to the good memories. You let it go and move on. So I like that outlook in life. It's uh. Yeah, I mean, that's how I try to approach everything. It's a wild ride out here, right? I mean, in anything that you do. And so go into it with an open mind. Don't be a dickhead. And you'll have a good time on that site. But um, And get the girls off. There's a lot of pitfalls. Yeah, and get the girl. Yeah, spend the time. (laughs) Spend the time. Preach. I I cannot, like, it it takes a minute. You know, you might not. She's going to be kind of closed off the first time you're together. So you're not going to figure out everything about her body the first time. And it may take two or three times. It may take five. It may take 10. But when you get there and you figure that part out. Oh, she going to be stuck. Yep. 
<laughs> they, I've stayed, bitches do crazy yeah, I've stayed with good dick for a long time, way longer than I should have. <laughs> I fucking would hit one of my exes right? with my Absolutely. car all the time because I hated him. And then I'd be like, wait, I want to come. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's go back. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, and, and dudes need to understand that. Like, you want to get into a girl's soul, you can do a lot, but don't be a dickhead. You know, be respectful, pay attention, buy the Chick-fil-A sauce, and spend time at the clit, and life is going on. Mm-hmm. I um, feel like that should be, like, uh, one of those posters that you put on people's walls in their kitchen, and we're going to fucking phrase that. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to copyright that probably, phrase. <laughs> yeah, I should, pro- I should probably print that up and get it made up. Yeah, buy them Chick-fil-A right. sauce and pay attention to the clit. <laughs> it's going to be in households yeah, all it. around. It's not... It's not- Right? It's not hard. Just do the little things and focus on the good shit. So, all right, ladies, it's been fun, man. I've had a great time. Thanks thank for you so me much. Aaron, thank you so much for your insight and your sugar daddiness and your seeking arrangementsness. And, it's and remember, keep us in mind if you ever need anything. Yeah, if you ever need anything, we'll send you some titty pictures you as got- a thank you for calling in. Oh, uh, it's my favorite. You know the way to my heart. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, if, I'm, if I'm out on. If I'm out on the East Coast, we'll have to get together and have dinner. Sounds good. We love it. Wow. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. I think I shed a tear. I'm literally (laughs) obsessed with how Aaron treats women because you do not find that anymore. No, he needs to do a course for real. Like, I've dated guys that, like, were like that. But they're just, they're also fucking drug addicts and they relapsed on crack. Well... But like they always put the woman's needs first and they really understood what women want and women need. And honestly, these sugar babies that are getting the arrangement out of it with him are so fucking lucky. You cannot lose with that. You can't lose with that. Money. And like there's some sort of emotional connection there. God damn, sign me up. Sign me up. And he's handsome too. Ugh. So ladies, they are out there. They are out there. Do not settle for less. (laughs) Even if you have to go on seeking arrangements. But let's just put a PSA. Because I know people from that website who like, it's not, you just go with your friends. Like that one girl went with her sister for the first time. Granted, they had a sister fetish. Go with your friends. Because any dating website, whether it's seeking arrangements, Tinder, Bumble, you know, fet life whatever the fuck creep right. ones there are there could always be those creepers out there so just be careful maybe we should hook them up with rachel uh, so she could have like a wet vagina for yes once. she can go to detroit get some cash get a wet vagina she won't have to lay like there like a tin soldier <laughs> that she was <laughs> praying for it to be over <laughs> If, for anybody that doesn't know who we're talking about, go listen to last week's episode. Our friend Rachel was guesting on it. It's the Tinder one. What was it? Tinder Tinder nightmares. Tinder nightmares. All right, guys. Before we close out, confession corner. Okay, guys. First confession. I have to accept the fact that my penis is ruined forever. Oh no. Uh oh. I started cycling around October 2019, but the bike I got had a seat that has now ruined my life. When I started riding, it 
<laughs> when I first started writing it, my gooch hurt like hell. But gooch? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I pushed through it until around January 2020, and now I can't really feel my dick as much anymore. Sad face. Also, lately, I've been drinking a bit more than usual, I'd say, kind of like a couple of cans every two days or so. And I keep wanking off as well, and my dick is really sore. It hangs to the right a little bit now, too. It feels kind of numb, too. I'm worried that if I have Peroni's disease, it stresses me out. What's Peroni's Wait, disease? Wait, you don't know Peroni's? No! Oh, my God. Peroni's is a thing. <laughs> Wait, elaborate. Okay. Hold on. I have Finish to- that, and then we're going to get into what Peroni's is. Okay. Um, uh, uh, when I get hard, my dick hurts nowadays. I'm ruined forever. Well, put the fucking Peloton bike down, you <laughs> asshole. <laughs> go to the fucking doctor. Dude, go to the doctor. Stay put off your fucking the bike. bike down. Go for a jog instead so your Peronis won't hurt. No, Please. you're gooch. <laughs> Wait, what's Peronis? You look it up. All right. Peronis disease. Go to images. No! Yes. I don't know if I want to. Do it. That's like when somebody told me a while ago to look up blue waffle and I did and I've never like <laughs> seen anything worse. Peroni's disease is a fiber scar tissue inside the penis that causes curved painful erections. Oh no, I'm going to look up the images. Oh my God. Google images. Oh, oh, thank God. Wait, scro- wait scroll down. It's just like. Uh, it's when your dick is curved, like permanently curved upwards or downwards. All right, Google Images is not that bad. It's just drawings of it. Oh, there's a real wiener. Ooh. And ask me how I know about it. How do you know? Because someone told me. I forget now what the whole story was. Oh, there's a Peroni's wiener. It's curved up. Yeah, it's curved. It's like up, though. It looks like a fishing hook. (laughs) There's a whole, like, tube going into this guy's dick. (laughs) It's gross. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's curved upwards too, not down. It's like a banana, like going. Like I up. can't remember who had it still looking or at these images. who told me about it, but I, I thought I was with you, but I guess not. It had to be one of my cousins then. Oh, that's really curved. And somebody told you that they had Peroni? Something to that effect. Yeah, that's how I learned what it was because I was like, what the fuck is that? and I whoever it was me and whoever I was with I guess it had to be one of my cousins if it wasn't you and we like looked it up and we're like what the fuck yeah it's really curved upward it's like it's like a banana shape almost yeah and they have to graft it with collagen whoa they have to like take the skin off to undo the scars so this guy's turned into that from the bike from the bicycle bro get off your fucking bike man like i feel like that's not that public transportation no but like yo go walk if it was it the bicycle for exercise did he say he just said he started cycling in 2019 yeah i think the cycling needs to end in 2021 if you're getting peronis from your fucking bicycle (laughs) or get a better seat bike Oh, people these days. All right. Next and last confession. I regularly visit prostitutes. This pandemic is making my already existing mental health issues worse. To escape my depression and the isolation that comes with the current situation, I'm visiting prostitutes at least once a week, either only for a quickie or for more. It's the only thing at the moment that's keeping me sane. 
whatever, 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 whatever floats, floats your, your boat. boat, bro. Like, do you? If it's prostitutes, at least somebody's getting money out of it. Listen, like, why not? That's what's gonna keep you from going and shooting Postal? up a grocery store. Yeah. Then please keep seeing the prostitutes and see the hookers. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Or go on seeking arrangements. True. You're spending money anyway. You're spending money anyway. At least treat them good. Honestly, just fucking deal with the hookers. It's really not that big of a deal. Everyone's done it at some point. I feel like most of the guys I know have either gotten a rub and tug or paid somebody for sex. At one point, yeah. At one point in their life. I would say probably 90% of Of the guys that I know have done that. There's nothing to be ashamed about. There's nothing to be ashamed about with that. Why the fuck Even not? Even going to a strip club and getting a blowjob, I would be like, yes, do it. No, I didn't know that Detroit was that open with the fucking champagne room shit like that. I guess so. Want to go see? Yeah. All right. Alex and I used to regularly visit strip clubs around here. We did. We would go and she'd be sitting there like fucking playing Candy Crush, yelling at her fucking phone. <laughs> and all the guys would be coming up to her buying her drinks. That's all I wanted. So she want a drinks and candy crush all right guys well we hoped you liked our episode and we will see you next week disappointed but not surprised disappointed but not surprised disappointed but not surprised